This is a Rooster Teeth production. Thanks for tuning in. It's another off topic. You guessed it. We're back for more. Hope you're ready. I'm your host. Michael's gone this week. I'm Lindsay Jones. This is Jeff Ramsey. I, I don't think I did this anymore. No? No, no you don't. Well, it's been a long time. We snapped you back in. Welcome back. The second <laughs> movie. <laughs> Matt, you're snapped back also. Uh-huh. Welcome. Sarah, you've always been here. Hello. I'm, I'm here just <laughs> for the briefest moment of time. You avoided the snap. Goodness. I did. I will say uh, this show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stop putting your online data at risk. Get protected at expressvpn.com slash RTTV. And for all y'all watching, anyone who isn't watching live, remember you can watch us every Thursday uh, right on time at 3.04 p.m. Central. That is what was written here. Tyler is nodding his head in agreement. It is 3.04 p.m. Central right here on the Roosties site or on your phone and living room apps. Cheers. Yeah. uh, Speaking of that uh, ExpressVPN thing, protect your spoons, protect your thimbles. That's all I'll say. Is this this whole thing just going to be you making references? Yeah, that we don't understand. Oh boy. What is what does spoons and thimbles have to do with fuckface? I don't know. I'm just assuming it has to do with fuckface. Well, you'd be correct. (laughs) (laughs) Like every when I do the Express VPN ads over on my podcast, Fuckface. Yeah. I have a whole running narrative. Well, it's not a narrative because it's true. Well. It, it, maybe it's true, maybe it's not a true. A narrative can become true because About, you make it true. It's, it's possible that I collect. Really I'm, I am a member. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible, <laughs> it's possible that, I, uh, <clears throat> that I am a member of a, a secretive community of people that collect and trade uh, decorative spoons and uh, ceramic and metal thimbles Jeff, of locations. But, uh, Wait, thimbles of locations? No. Yeah, like you can get location-based thimbles. Like, like you, you know get a, like a little are? decorative no, no, thimble. No, I understand what a thimble is. It says is, like uh, Buckingham Palace. Based thimble. Yeah. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're not as much a thing as they used to be, but like they're a thing that people collect I'm thimbles you, based Matt. off of places. Uh, like spoons, yeah. I guess. Spoons like and plates. I, I it's get. all I knew. Yeah. Like thimbles. Thimbles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you You've soap? just never gone to a gas station because that's where they're at. I uh Yeah, I've I, never gone to a gas, gas station. station. Been driving for like in the middle of bumfuck nowhere years. that's never been bought out. No, so I lived in bumfuck nowhere. Well, then you just didn't pay attention. Then you have thimbles. You have thimbles. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I guess I do. I've loads of thimbles. I was like, you asked Jeff, do you sew? And he was like, gearing up to answer. I'm like, Jeff likes the idea of sewing. Yeah, I don't think I like the idea of sewing. Exactly. I like to sew. I don't like to start sewing. And I don't like to end sewing. Mm. I'm a big fan of the middle. Really? I could middle it for hours. I just don't want the beginning and the end. It's good therapeutic. Middle like, it for hours. I don't yeah. want to thread the needle and tie it. I don't like that part. And I don't like at the end when we get past all the hard work I've done sewing it. Then I have to do some sort of a complicated stitch well or a no. month from now it'll undo all of that hard work. I've never felt good about that part. So I always ha- ha- hand it off to somebody. I'm so See, intrigued the stress because of that is why I don't, don't do the middle either. The knotting of yeah. the thread is one of the easiest things a part of sewing. That's what you say. What's your technique? Do you do the under like one time into the fabric and then you make a loop-de-loop, go under one more time, tie it off? What I do is I do the, you put, you do a stitch and you shove the needle under and then you wrap thread around the needle and then you pull the needle out and yep. it makes it knot. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, damn it. See, I'm still, I'm stuck in the I middle. Figured. I'm still middling over here. <laughs> I never finished. It's the same as hearing uh, fucking Trevor talk about engineering. It's all Greek to me. Sorry, Jeff. I'll just sound complicated. Barely so. I just yeah. learned that yeah. at Home Ec. I didn't home take Home Ec. 
Yeah. In middle school. Yeah, I didn't take middle, middle I took school one course of home. He didn't take middle school. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't take, take it. Good on you, Matt. The funny, don't know no, about thimbles, that's why. Well, yeah. that's exactly Never it. Learned. Like, you couldn't, couldn't figure it out. See, the funny thing is, <laughs> is Rocket that science. Damn it. Home ec in my, my middle school got, like, canceled because they're like, oh, we have to waste money. And the home ec teacher became a gym teacher. Oh. Which just felt... Why would he... No, it was a woman. And it oh, was okay. just like... Didn't make sense. I was just like... Well, it's the same Wait, thing. you don't think she can have two passions? I don't gym think and home she did. I think she was very unhappy and we just wanted a job. Well, it's the same thing with like gym teachers or I guess coaches. They're like, hey, yo, why don't you teach economics and history? Like, do, do you I know that, that subject well? This week, yeah. yeah. Like, poor budgeting at schools is like, oh, you kind of know Spanish. Why don't get in there? Dude, I, I had a history teacher that he, he loved American history. He talked about it all the time, except he was drunk every single day. Like, you could smell it on him and he would just like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm drunk in the morning, and the people that had him in the afternoon were like, he's an angry teacher. It's the American He's a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> I don't know boy. what you're talking about. Oh, no. You ever, I mean, I'm sure we all have stories where we think back and we're like, that was really fucked up of my teacher to do that. Mm -hmm. Or like, how was this allowed in, in schooling? Jeff, I can only imagine with you growing up earlier than we did, uh, what was allowed at your school. What can we share that won't? I've told so many. I've told so many stories over the year about what it was like to go to school in Alabama in the '80s and the '90s. But I will say it was very different than today. And um, without retreading, and you know, I don't want to be. I don't want to do that thing they always bitched about Bernie doing, where they're just like, "Oh, here he is, telling the same fucking story again." Mm -hmm. You know, uh, word for word, usually. So, I, well, he's a robot. I so uh, he just hit play on that tape. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Uh, I, I'll be remiss to go too deep in it, but like there was a drive, there was a school shooting in my school in, I was in 11th grade, and the kid got suspended. Damn. He didn't get expelled. He shot a kid in the thigh. Uh, there was one time in 10th grade, I was sitting in class, and a girl got called to the principal, and I was like, we were all like, ooh, you're in trouble. You do. And when she came oh, back, mama. I was like, what, did, what happened? What'd you do? And she was like, Pfft. teacher walked by my car in the parking lot and saw my gun on the on the floorboard, and they were just like, you got to secure that. Yeah, ideally. It's in the Damn. car. You have to secure it. Yeah. So it's like, they're like, put it, on the, put it under the seat. And she's like, I guess it just slipped out. And they're like, no problem, just kick it back under. Like, yeah. that's what it was like to go to school in Alabama in the 80s and the 90s. I guns were like yeah. there. We've People were shooting each other. Out. People on. had it flat. And nobody, now it's like you bring a decorative <laughs> knife as a part of a kilt to a, cer a ceremonial dress to school and you get expended or you get suspel ex expended suspelled. Expended and suspelled. Uh, suspelled. You get expended or suspelled. It's that harsh. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there's a story behind that too. Suspelled. Maybe you could tell. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I just read that on the news like 10 oh, years really? ago. Okay. Yeah. Just, and and some people you would dress Millie up for like for school. You go that hard for like parental projects. Now that you say that, like even when I went to school, it was like there was somebody did a bomb threat at my middle school, and we all had to evacuate to the elementary school down the road. Mm -hmm. So they like we were all like on. And it was Colorado, so it was snowing, and we're all like on the field, like and having to walk miles. And it was just a bomb threat. It wasn't even accurate, but like. The kid just got suspended. Well, dude, I, yeah, if, we we had like, some like I didn't that even too, think about where that. We we didn't get to evacuate anywhere. We just went outside and played like basketball and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think it was just was it. because it just was snowing suspended. and they were like, we can't leave these people in yeah. outside. No hyperbole, but I would take every threat in the state of Colorado seriously when it came to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's it's Colorado has a something going on in Colorado, man. Texas. Yeah, because yeah. well, that was the uh, it was like because I've always really been into like going to movies at midnight and i've been doing it since the first twilight movie mm -hmm. so like every big movie since then that's the reference yeah uh but um i remember when but i never was a big dc person 
So, like, I didn't go see Batman. Mm. But so many people were like, hi, are you okay? And I was like, what the fuck happened? Mm. When I was in high school, uh, the original Batman came out. Uh, Michael Keaton Batman, on my birthday. So Ooh, I went nice. to see it on my birthday. Yeah. I, think I, I think I was probably turned 16 or 17. And uh, so we went to see it. It was also when Boys in the Hood came out. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, I watched Batman, had a lovely time, came out with my friends to a parking lot full of cop cars and shit. And I was like, what is going on? Apparently there was a drive-by shooting at the movie theater because of Boys in the Hood, uh, created some sort of controversy. And there was like a shooting in the parking lot. Didn't disrupt the movie at all. Like, they didn't, even, yeah. they didn't evacuate us oh, or anything. Yeah. We just watched the movie and then came out and we're like, holy fuck, it's a crime scene. Weird. Jeez. It's always weird to, like, I've had instances like that where you were, like, happening upon a crime scene or, like, it was, like, like six degrees from you and you're like, what the fuck was happening yeah, around happened, me? Right, yeah. For example, um, when I came home from college one day, I was living in an apartment with my friend on, like, the east side of Austin, down, like, further south down toward the river. But, um, like Riverside? Close to that area, okay. yeah. Um, but I came back and it smelled like like um, like gun discharge, basically. And I was like, "What the fuck? Why does it smell so much like gunpowder? This is weird." So I came upstairs. My roommate was hiding in her room, I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" She's like, "Oh, did you not hear all that?" I'm like, "No, I just got back from class. What's up?" And she was like, "Oh, our neighbors across the way got busted for selling crack, and there was like a SWAT team busted." And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Anyways, let's do homework. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, please on seven. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's great. No, but we have a psych exam at nine. Yeah, basically. So priorities, girlfriend. I was in college. There was something else that happened in my dorm. So I went to NAU, and the year I went. There was like a shooting in the parking lot of my dorm. And th- that was when I like, and it was like there was something going on with like frat boys and like something or another. And it was Rush Week. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and I think, and it was like the whole dorm went on lockdown because they didn't know if like the guy was in the dorm or something. And like it was the weirdest thing because apparently modern fire alarms are also speakers. And so like the resident hall director like was like, everybody lock your door, stay inside. And it was like coming from the fire alarm. And I was like, the fuck? Sarah's like, the you. machines are taking over. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was like, it was like, what the hell? And it was like three in the morning. I was like watching YouTube. They're Everybody's they're all, all like. supposed to activate when there was a fire. That's the thing. Everybody's all like, fucking on. get away from your phone. They're tracking you. But they're standing right next to a fire alarm the entire time. They have no idea. <laughs> I know. It was just terrifying. Did like, they turn the phone off and the camera zooms to a fire alarm right mm-hmm. behind them? Like, you yeah. got got. Big brother looks a lot like McGruff. <laughs> world's a scary place. Yeah. That's I, the moral of the story. I actually, I never thought I would be, like, near a high-speed chase. But okay. I, I was near one. I was coming home at, like, 2 a.m. or so from French house. Uh, Casey was with me. And uh, we got to, like, an intersection. And we see the car fly by in, like, three cop cars. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's that's what that is. I've seen so many things in the news. Like, we, we would be in the tape where he's running. Uh, he popped a U-turn and like started to turn back around our light turned green and i like looked to the left saw him and i was like well, i'm not going the guy to my left didn't he <gasps> he just got like t-boned Oof. but did he stop the bad guy he stopped the bad guy because that car gave up hero. after that like it tried to keep going but it, it, it didn't go and i'm just like sitting there like all right well uh yeah he's okay he got out of the car i got we should probably be get going. Yeah, it's fine. Just slowly <laughs> like, move along. Yeah, have you like, it's, ever... It's all okay. I'm gonna just go. Have Jeez. you ever seen the recorded footage of the llamas that escaped the zoo from Arizona? It is the best, like, piece of content 
on the internet. Was it's that like, not national coverage during it, the time of the dress debacle? It was. was yes, <laughs> it yeah. was. The, the highlight of the internet for a while was like, what the fuck color is this dress and, and llamas? llamas. Yeah. yeah, it was like, there was like three llamas just running across like the interstates in Arizona and people were getting out their cars trying to chase them and like people put it to like that circus sense of, like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like it is supreme content and it's like so many people would just almost get the llamas and then mm -hmm. like try and jump and then just fall on their ass with the llamas zoom past <laughs> it's that's peak someone layered it over with a Reno 911 audio so it's all them going like oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> llamas like fuck off <laughs> do you have seen it? that there's a uh... I think it's real. I don't think it was like a, f a fake poster, but there's the a Reno 911 movie. I think it it's going to be real. like they're taking on QAnon, QAnon. or something. I'm oh, so excited. God. Yeah. It's like on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Cruise yeah, ship yeah. Of some sort. Cruise ship. And, I would love yeah. to see that. I, I would mean, love it. Obviously, some Reno uh, is a little dated in its humor, and I'm like, sure. oh, yikes. But I think it's going to be exciting to see that kind of humor and the improvisational dynamics between mm -hmm. the cast is just so great and very mm -hmm. reminiscent of Achievement Hunter, I think. You know, it's funny you say that. I've been. Uh, uh, I started to listen, or I started, the new season of Always Sunny started, mm. and it's been a couple of years, I think, and, you know, we have this, like, lo rich love of Always Sunny, and, you know, we've watched... Uh, oh, yeah. It's ingrained in age it's, it's, culture. It's ingrained in age Basically, culture, right? Yeah. And it's funny, because you go back and you watch so much of it in the past now, and you're like, that's a little dicey. Uh, anyway, the new season launched, and I really, one of the things that's interesting about it is, first off, it's very funny and very good, and it doesn't feel like they've lost a step. They feel like they're right in their groove, but they're... They do a really good job of making fun of themselves for their past selves and, oh, their, nice. and, and their past kind of dumb humor yep. and in a way that that, that, that makes it feel like uh, they're, they're recognizing it and trying to move forward with it in kind of a funny it's way. But also, yeah. yeah, exactly. Also, they have a podcast and far be it for me to, huh. to promote other people's podcasts, no, uh, nice. but they have a podcast they recently started and um, I was on the fence about listening to it because... Yeah, sometimes you get a little bit too much access to your to your favorite entertainers when you're not used to it, and then you find that yeah. they're a little, you know, so I don't know. It's like, you're telling me. Like, I don't oh. want to find out the one, like, I don't, I don't know, you know, but yeah, exactly, When you right? find out that <laughs> never meet your heroes. maybe not the brightest bulb in the box, and you're just like, oh, or that, oh like, this is not as Or that, like, Trevor, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor's such a tremendous piece of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's the and, worst. Uh, and, and you're like, oh, my God. And I he seems so nice on the internet. Dude, don't get me started on Dirk. He's a Rearview mirror on Dirk, right? We, we all learned a lot, a lot of lessons there. Uh, anyway, but their podcast, the premise is each episode they just talk about one of the, they watch an episode and they talk about it. But it's really just like a like an off topic, just shooting the shit. That's really cool. But it feels, it's just Glenn, Charlie, and uh, um, Matt, uh, Mac. And I don't know where, or Rob, I don't know where Caitlin is. She's not in it. But it is, I have never listened to another podcast from a different entity or different organization and thought, that's us. Yeah. Oh, like, really? it is sounds it like Rooster Teeth. Is it their characters? They are podcast? their characters. Okay. But it just it's it just sounds like Rooster Teeth. Mm -hmm. It sounds like our sensibilities. It sounds like our sense of humor. It sounds like our interplay. It sounds like our chemistry. It just felt so familiar in such an awesome, endearing way that I, I recommend it. I like that. Yeah. I like to imagine that as you listen to it, a smile slowly grew on your face. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like this yeah. is familiar. Dude, yeah. yeah, it really did. It was like, it was like... It was almost like reconnecting with old friends. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. We talked about, like, with Achievement Hunter, and I'm sure, Sarah, you can agree, too, with, like, op, uh, OT3, um, is that... Come listen to my podcast. Yeah, you should. We'll talk about promoting <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, yeah. OT3 Not even, like, too. asking. Hey. Just do it. We talk about fan fiction and <laughs> You shit. should. Yeah. I'd love uh, to do your podcast. You we're, we're still ourselves. It's not like we're lying or anything, but we're, like, yeah. heightened versions of ourselves, so it's, like, Lindsay Amplified, I guess is how I feel when I'm in content. I don't know if you're the same way. Or it's, you just, like, whip out full instinct, nerd. Lindsay. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> 
If Shaggy taught me anything, it was how to be yeah. our best self. This episode of Off Topic is brought to you by DoorDash. The holidays are upon us, and sure, they're the most wonderful time of year, but they're also stressful as hell. I know that. Between all the shopping, traveling, baking, planning, and whatever else you're up to, there's barely time to do something as simple as putting dinner on the table. So let DoorDash make things a little bit easier tonight. Because DoorDash brings you what you want to eat right now, right to your door. With DoorDash, you can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered right now and right to your door in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is easy, and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. Now, I got slammed on the way home last week, had to order DoorDash, and it was easy as hell. Didn't have to worry about anything else. It was right to my door. Beautiful. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use code OFFTOPIC2021. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code OFFTOPIC2021. Don't forget, that's OFFTOPIC2021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Were you going to say something earlier, Sarah? I felt like I cut you. Yeah, please. No, I was just saying, listen to my podcast. Oh, okay. That's all. I was like, hey, please, I wanted to survive, so listen to it. Here's what we can talk about, because Michael's not here. How was the Vampire Diaries episode? It was so fucking funny. Michael Michael was on uh, the episode before last week, and it was him talking about Vampire Diaries. And the funniest thing was that we kept getting distracted, and he was, like, the most knowledgeable of it all. And so he kept going on these rants about, oh, well, this character and this, and, like, oh, no, 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 you're wrong. This is what it is. And then the best part was, like, afterwards, we all were done. And we're all just, like, separate ways, and me and Ashley are back at our desk. And I just hear Michael goes, fuck, I didn't talk about Elijah. He's my favorite character. And it was like, he just got so mad. And I was like, we asked you what your favorite character was, dude. What are you? Too late. You had your chance. I recommend you have him on again someday because uh, it sounds like there's more to cover. And I checked the analytics. That episode did did very well for you guys. Oh, good. It did. It It was a very high performing. I thought your highest performing episode. Oh, absolutely. Michael could do 20 podcasts of Vampire Diaries lore. Like He loves that show. Hey. Hey. Right Hi, Sarah. Hey, we're Hi. About you earlier. What the Hi. hell? Why are you running away from me? Why am I? Yeah, you can't leave. You have the Achieve shirt on. We have yeah. to promote it. Here. Oh. Promoting dance. the shirt and then the hoodie. Check this out. Just kidding. Fuck that. Buy Mothman. <laughs> He's a vigilante. You can buy. He's a hero, you people. Can buy, you, you can, can buy, buy Mothman this. or you can buy or a. you could buy. Can no, no, because you can buy a life insurance. But right now, I'm arguing between my Maybe children and this, what, like what did I say? Oh my. <laughs> no way! You're kicking kickers I, over I here? I definitely kicked over like half the life. <laughs> I have a Rick and Morty hoodie. You have a Rick and Morty hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, Sarah. See, we okay. can't have nice things, but you Bye. can. Yeah. You know Go them. to the store. Listen to my podcast. Oh God, <laughs> you should. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Bye. Adieu. Anyway, she's lovely. Some bullshit. If you want to buy, if you're looking, <laughs> if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for some bullshit to buy with your money. Sarah. If you're like, this money's burning a hole in my pocket, and I need some. That's all of us these days. Yeah. Just need some bullshit. Yes. I got an empty hand, and where bullshit should be, I have none. 
Uh, Jeff, where do I get all my bullshit? We can provide you your bullshit. Store.roosteeth.com. When I woke this morning in my four-story mansion, I thought to myself, <laughs> how much merchandise can I fill this place with? And Jeff Ramsey just let me know. <laughs> I mean, do that was the most relatable thing I think you've ever said. I'm very relatable. Find me on Instagram. Can I, can I say for the record, because I'm in a mode, uh, I'm in a place in my life where I, wanna, I want to... Spread cheer, and I want to congratulate people. I want to spread positivity. Compliment people when they yeah, do it, please. I have noticed something over the last four months or so that we have been in and out of this building, and I come in occasionally to yeah. spend time with you guys. And that is, no matter what, if I come into RT and Lindsay is here and I perform with with them, uh, whether it be a off topic like today or a Minecraft let's play, or whatever, I will laugh harder at. One thing Lindsay says than anything else the rest of the day. Thanks. Lindsay, Lindsay always gets me with one. Lindsay joke. Is, has this very uh, tremendous skill. Close your ears for a second. Oh, I'm going to sure. say some very right. kind I'm things. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay has this like. I would never say that to her face. Unique skill. <laughs> yeah. I would never tell them. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, of like just like having these amazing one-liners that I would never have thought of. These yeah. very clever jokes in the moment that always sometimes sneak under the radar yeah. amidst all the chaos that is Achievement Hunter, right? Thanks. Um, so it's like there would be times where. I'll just be sitting there playing. Like I think there was a recent Minecraft where they you snuck in this mermaid joke in particular. But oh, it yeah. was uh, it was on the pirate ship. I don't know if that that hasn't come out yet as of recording this, but that video was great. As yes. me, yeah. it was good and cackling just randomly. I'd just be like do 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 a little Easter egg for what we did, and then uh, just, fish and jamboree. That was really fun. Whoa. <laughs> Jeff's allowed to say it. It's like the 90th one we've done. (laughs) (laughs) All that being said, thank you. I appreciate it. No, seriously, Lindsay, I I cannot stress it. I like that that you you, say that too, because that's my train of thought internally the entire time. So this place has allowed me to just make jokes like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thanks. You you always give me my biggest laugh of the day. Thanks. I appreciate that. In said video, I don't think it's a spoiler, but I made a joke that was very referential to like 80s pop culture. And I laughed at like the fact that half of the room went. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then Jeff and Jack were like, ha, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Awesome. It's a good joke. I was like, you have joined the OGs. Cool Sometimes those yeah. uh, those jokes just go. I'm <laughs> 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 like, that was for someone, and someone will appreciate it. Lindsay has an ability to straddle generations, uh, which I I, I don't yeah, know how right. you do it, but like, because you're of the same, yeah, you're yeah, the same yeah, generation yeah, thank, of thank these you, idiots. But you, you, you are able to touch the, the 80s and the 70s in a way that the other people don't. Again, it again, definitely again, tickles the into lights, Jack. The phrasing could have been more No, I'm liking it. That's okay. It's a very intimate relationship. I like it. Yeah. But it's true. I, I grew up with like reruns uh, of like 70s and 80s yeah. cartoons and just like movies, TV shows. But then I'm a kid of the internet, so I can connect with like Trevor and Matt on dumbass like YouTube poop shit. Mm. And then the only area that I'm kind of having trouble with now is like the Gen Z humor with like, I don't know, Fiona. And sometimes Kai, I'm like, I'm lost. Yeah. Well, I have an example. Uh, usually it's like, yeah, (laughs) usually it's like, sorry, references to newer media, like some, some show that I just happened to be on the tail end Mm. of, like I got Neopets, I got Winks, I got like stuff like that. But then after that, I'm like, Ooh, like little new media, like new, see, newish. I would consider it not because, you know, mine should be dead, but they're not. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make them old or well, no, new. it definitely I, I, makes them old. We're talking post Neopets, the PNP era. I'm not familiar with that. I, I think that if I had my original Neopets account, there might be a Neopet older than my sister. Oh my god. And she's she just graduated college, so like 
Yeah, what's your new doctor? It's done absolutely nothing. I was yeah. expecting yeah. to collect on that thing. I'm just going to say, I, I watch a lot of Gen Z humor through yeah. my daughter, you know, who is now 16 and participates in it. And, uh, and I don't mean this to be insulting to Gen Z at all, but I feel like uh, I feel like that the be the best way I could describe it, at least through looking through the lens of of the sixteen year olds uh, that I see in America, is that they're ironic, and all the humor is ironic, but they don't understand where the irony comes from or why. Oh, really? It's like it's irony without a point. Yeah, is how I would describe it, and that could be my clueless old man, like. I don't know what I'm talking about. Get off my lawn. But that's like my assessment yeah. as I've just, just like lived as a fly on the wall. Sure. You know, yeah. around that I era. I think I saw a TikTok the other day uh, that was actually, I think it like dissected it pretty well, interestingly, at least to me. And they were talking about the fact that, you know, as the generations go on, it really kind of started with millennials and the advent of the internet and really it's popularity and then social media coming into play. And then that's where web 2.0 really kicks off. Right. And then Gen Z was birthed in the midst of all that mm -hmm. raised in the midst of all of that. Well, it's and the so first generation to be of, of, of the social internet. media. Absolutely. Internet. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and from that, I mean, again, it was, it's like the societal, like graduation, you see this exponential growth of, you know, overstimulating, all mm -hmm. right? Like there's a lot of people on TikTok talking about a lot of mental health disorders and stuff and I think that's very healthy. I don't that's not an area I'm diving into, but but also within that is um like ADHD and the very open and honest conversation about that. And whether people are self-diagnosing or what have you, uh, that is something that has either become more popular uh, to talk about or just more frequent. And I think that that could be both, Yeah. Uh, but it's also certainly exacerbated by the fact that our uh, our neurotransmitters, our, our serotonin, our, our minds have been hacked because every time you go into a social is media or if, it's that. Everything is accessible, boom, right at the tip of your fingers, and everything is stimulating you all the time. And all that is to say is it kind of back informs who we are as people. So when it comes to humor, and I think that I see this even in, in the Achieve Hunter office, and, and it kind of highlights the evolution of our comedy in a way, is since we're being overstimulated, our minds are always racing yeah. and wandering. And, and so when you are watching a comedy sketch, for example, uh, you your mind is always racing as to, you, you know, you picture it as like... Um, like a flow chart, where could this go? And at every decision that is made in the script, in this, in this sketch, it is locking you into a concrete path, but you are still ideating on where this could go and what other jokes could be out there within the confines of this sketch. Mm -hmm. And so really what tickles, uh, you know, younger millennials or Gen Z to, to kind of generalize, but this is where this TikTok was headed was, we are, our minds are so racing that what really gets our minds to pop and what really tickles us beyond that already heightened uh, sensational whatever what is is non sequiturs uh something that's very random even if mm. we, even if it's things that we don't understand so to catch you off guard it, yeah. something that really catches you off guard that you can't predict because you know our minds are already racing so much and thinking about all these different paths that things could go to then completely switch gears and yeah. shove it off into mm -hmm. left field it it's just like it's so strange that it makes you laugh and uh see i like that mixed with yeah. a tiny little bit of connection like weird al is great at that he'll like foil is a great example of that throughout the duration of the song you think he's singing about one thing and it's about like wrapping sandwiches in tin foil or how to best preserve food 
All that to say, at the end, like, he starts to get a little weird with it, and you're like, where are you going with this, Weird Al? And it all comes back to him wearing tinfoil hats to avoid conspiracy theories. Like, he's he's worried about, like, alien invasion and shit like that, but I was like, that's genius, and a great musical shift, like, tonally, but also kind of in that same vein of humor, where Gen Zers would go, wow, that was very random and kind of abrupt, like, what a, what a tone shift. But I like that there's a nugget of connection where you can go, ah, like, that was the payoff. That's why I'm waiting this long mm -hmm. for this yeah. moment. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, something like that that I can think of is Mike Diva is great at that too. I like his humor quite a bit. Um, this is the difference between you and Jack is that inspired me to do things like roof boat with my editing. Jeff seemed to enjoy that. Jack, not so much. Um, <laughs> Jack's not big on the cut to dubstep and crazy flashing lights edit, <laughs> but you know, teach yeah. them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's another thought that I've always that I've been kind of thinking about uh, over this last year and a half of isolation and heavy social media use and paying attention to more and more things is and it's and it's I think it's a huge positive, but it's also a huge detriment. And I and it's teach their own on how you really want to feel about it. But uh, the evolution of the Internet has exposed algorithms and ever advancing algorithms. And so what happens is. Uh, on one hand, you end up entrenched in whether it's opinions or humor types or, you know, I don't get exposure to as many of these kind of new shows and those. And so I don't have the opportunity to miss the joke because it's not really served to me. I think I can understand Gen Z humor, but like if they're referencing a show that came out in the late 2000s or, or in the teens, I probably wouldn't get it because I probably haven't seen it. Uh, but it's also not being fed to me. And so what happens is, uh, you know, there's entrenchment of views and opinions, which is one thing. But then you also get this comfort zone because you are now with like-minded individuals who have a very similar sense of humor. Whereas when I grew up, it might be made fun of because no one really got my humor in my classroom. And that's just 30 people. Whereas now you can find anywhere on the Internet people that have a very similar uh whether it's, again, opinions or ideation or senses of humor. Comedic aesthetic. Com comedic aesthetic, uh, physical aesthetic, clothing, right? And so people can now be much more comfortable in their own skin because they can find these pockets of people that share that very niche idea. And again, there are very huge ups and downs to that kind of well, world. Well, it's kind of a democratized entertainment in a way, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but, but I think well, it it's, it's a continual iteration of that you know, yeah. democratization, which started in with the internet in the 90s. But it, it, it kind of harkens back to, uh, I believe, what's called Jeffersonian democracy, which is uh, Thomas Jefferson's idea of democracy was that was a, a country full of cottage industries, very small mom and pop stores, restaurants, comedy houses, whatever, that, that created uh, just enough to survive, but also to, to help their localized community of like-minded people. And it's, I, th I feel like we're there with entertainment. Like if, if you like a thing, whatever it is, there's a community for you online, mm -hmm. and there's somebody in that community that is making a living doing it, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. or a, many people that yeah. are making a living doing it yeah. because there are just because it doesn't take a lot, right? You just need to find enough like-minded individuals that are into the same thing that you're into, and, and you've created this micro entertainment world. We and have, it, and we it have, provides oh, exposure. Sorry. I'm just going to say Please. it provides exposure to those micro bubbles yeah. too, which is yeah. important. To the evolution of society. Talk about microbubbles as well. No, please. I feel like nerdcore or anything described as nerdy prior to the internet now is mainstream. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if before that, like we still have cult classic films, but do you feel like that was kind of like it scratched that itch for yeah. people seeking out media that was a little bit different, a yeah. little skewed? We're like, ooh, this speaks to yeah. me. Yeah. It was like, I, it's All the Donnie Darko fans yeah. out there. Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know that the idea of the cult, it's interesting you say cult classic because I don't know that the idea of a, of a cult 
classic works in the current landscape, right? I mean, I was trying to think of like yeah, what what do yeah. we describe now as a cult classic? Things that come to mind for me, like growing up, is like like Empire Records, a Donnie Darko. I know I mentioned that already. Anything uh, David Lynch that I was obsessed. So do you with. think like yeah? Do you, so are you we saying like it. do yeah. you think cult classics as a concept is? Like when you look in the rearview mirror, that it fades away in the past thirty years ish. But the, do you think that but that moves still... with you? No, I think it's more. Or do you think that they're, they're like, if I... we go fifty years from now, that there won't really be cult classics from now? Is that what you're saying? I, I yeah, I, I think the that, latter. I think the latter. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I as well because I just I feel like cult classics existed and flourished because there wasn't a network for discoverability. people to, of discoverability, right? Well, so it's when the you counterculture movement, right? Basically? Yeah, and the counterculture yeah. movement, like like it probably started honestly. Even though I don't like it, uh, and I'll, I'll get hits for that, but uh, with Rocky Horror, mm. right? I, I get it. I, I think I'm just. Yeah. I love Rocky right? Horror. I know also. most people, yeah. and I come from theater people, and I have tons of fans, the, theater friends, and you know, uh, I had a world of living in in and around theater for a very long time. But I just never connected with Rocky Horror. I appreciate it. Uh, I remember you and Michael bonding over not connecting on the movie. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I hate it too. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was a great example of like here's this here's this piece of counterculture where people are dressing in drag and they're singing really songs about themes that are verboten at the time and it's over the top and it's a crazy wild send up and on what it did was inspire audiences to show up at midnights around theaters around the country to experience and the joy of this thing and then to sing along and to go with all that and to dress up it's early cosplay it's like mm -hmm. it's like the, the the genesis of a and there's probably a version that i'm not aware of that's before rocky horror that somebody's like yeah it was reefer madness asshole that's oh, sure. or whatever it is you know uh but it that really kind of allowed those that thing to thrive was was that it just it wasn't readily available. You couldn't just go online and see the thing that you're into. And so it traveled around the country and it had this life on its own and it continued over and over. And And I just don't think that there's a need for that anymore because the internet as a distrib distrib distributive platform uh, serves up anything we want whenever we want. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you don't have to search it for the nuggets. It's, right. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't have to search reaction for... too. Like it's that now with online culture, we have this like ravenous appetite that's always needing to be satiated with new content. Yeah. So it's like the second it's there, you have the cosplays, you have the fanfics, mm -hmm. you have all of this stuff that you're right, otherwise wouldn't exist, or you had to find these groups in order to do so, which is good and bad. I'm glad that we're like bringing attention and people have these groups available to them. Yeah. But it's just very weird now, I guess. Right. I, I think, think it's, you got to be self aware of that. Yeah. And, and I think we will get there. <clears throat> excuse me. I think uh, as a society, we will. We'll look back on this now and go, wow, we were a little bit playing with fire that we didn't really understand. And we were a little we'll ahead of our skis a, trying a little, to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, we'll, we'll well, come back and we'll reflect and we'll mature around it and we'll become aware. Like, I think, again, I don't want to get really negative or dark, but I think, yeah, there's an entrenchment of views that <clears throat> can uh, exacerbate underlying problems in the world. But then I think once we kind of come to and realize the situation and then the 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 nuance and complexity of of online media and social media in particular i think we'll kind of be like oh no 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 uh it will have a much more matured perspective on it and uh i don't know I, I i hope we come out the other side a little bit kinder to our neighbor you know what i mean oh absolutely yeah yeah me too this episode of off topic is brought to you by meandies MeUndies is back with their ultimate gift guide so you can save time and focus on going home for the holidays and winning the holidays with the coziest gifts ever. 
You've heard me say it before, I love MeUndies. I personally enjoy their thongs, that's me. You think I enjoy sitting in the stool for hours? I do not. MeUndies makes me more comfortable while I'm here. It's time to get festive with the new MeUndies Holiday Collection, featuring classic plaids you know and love and sweater-inspired prints that'll quickly become favorites. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made out of incredibly soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones and a cup of hot cocoa or a little bit of ginger ale for me. Get the family photo you've always dreamed of in the matching PJ sets or make every day a spa day with the new plush robes and plush slippers. Mm, cozy. Whatever you choose, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfier than ever. Available in sizes XS through 4XL, MeUndies has a little something something for everybody on your list. MeUndies has a great offer for our viewers. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over, I promise. To get 15% off your order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash off-topic. That's MeUndies.com slash off-topic. I've been uh, rewatching uh, Seinfeld, and yep. by rewatching, I mean, like, I watched the first couple episodes, and then <clears throat> I've been starting it over. Uh... That talking about the internet, it's such a different world in that show. Yep. And I'm like, I remember when this was airing. Watching that in the X Files has been like a it, huge yeah. whiplash. Going, oh shit, people it's, don't have like cell phones right now. Like, yeah, they're not no, walking there's, around. There's like a whole episode. <laughs> Hold on, let me page my friend. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just like I a just whole got a fax of shit. <laughs> George, George is at like a restaurant and being like, wait for him to get off the phone. I need to make a call. And I'm like. First of all, there was a phone in the restaurant that people could publicly use. Mm -hmm. And second of all, you weren't reach reaching in your pocket to make the call. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. what the... I remember <clears throat> many, many movies where it'd be like, the whole plot was driven around someone ducking behind, like, near the bathroom to make a creepy phone call. It's yeah. Like, that doesn't yeah. happen anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I watched... Uh, this is a dumber version of this, but I watched not too long ago Bewitched. Like oh, the, yeah. The Will Ferrell yeah. and Nicole Kidman. Oh, movie. yeah. Wow. From, like, okay the early Where his life something? is written. Yeah. They had they had two TVs. <clears throat> no, that's different. It's oh. the adaptation of Bewitched is what he's talking about. I'm talking about the adaptation yeah. of Bewitched. Yeah. Yeah. The one with yeah. Sparrow, yeah. 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 And they had they had like they had tube TVs. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's like in the two thousands. And I was just like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> really through. Yeah. I was like, this is a modern movie. Yeah. Why don't they have flat screen TVs? <laughs> it's it was uh, so weird. It's wild. I mean, yeah. I, I was watching, uh, so I've talked about it in the past, Explained is a series that's on Netflix, and they have like sub categorizations. They have recently released Explained the Mind, and so they go through categories like teenage brains and creativity and uh, and personality really, and things really like that. I was just hoping for an episode of, we can't. <laughs> Give up! Get, stop, stop, stop trying to figure Get it out. Help. Just uh, whatever. <laughs> right. But like the creativity one was so interesting because there was a, a clip um, from an interview in 2009 or 2010 or something like that, and it was so there was a clip on TV, and I was like, "Why does it look like trash? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. filmed in the 80s." And I think, I mean, to be fair, I think they put a filter over it to convey that it was on TV. But it is weird. Like you look oh back not God. that long we made ago. It look a little worse, it, yeah. so you know it was from the past. Remember when we had tube? Uh, I just spit everywhere. Yeah. Remember when we had tube cell phones and we pull out. <laughs> This, this box. Yeah. Uh, they had like, well, no, I, remember. I saw cell phones like in the car. It was it was like a big box and there was like, yeah. a cord. Oh, yeah. like, that's, that's what I was yeah. like, about oh. to say. Like, my grandmother, she had like a, a phone in the car and I was like, why? But in case also, of emergencies, man. Yeah, that was her argument. Like in case of emergencies. And I remember I was like 10 or probably younger than that. And I was like, but if the car's totaled, how are you going to call anyone anyway? And she just looked at me and she like took a sip from her cup and was like, 
don't know. And then she kept driving. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> but <laughs> the car's on fire. It's all mangled. And right. You're like crawling through the fire and flames, dragging yourself. Meanwhile, Grandma is like, we made it through WW2. We'll make this. Oh, it works. What? Right. It's an amazing it's, oak paneling. It's, it's, it's ring. Grandpa. We're gonna be a little late. <laughs> you didn't ask for help. You just said you're gonna be a little late. Let him know. Uh, turkey in the oven. Yeah, yeah I remember. Oh, yeah, no, it, it was like a separate line just for the car, and I was like, I, I don't know. I just thinking back on it, I'm like, why didn't we just have cell phones then? Yeah, because it was. What? Thought why didn't we just have teleportation right <laughs> well, now? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was basically a cell phone that existed in the car, so I, I just didn't understand. That, that. was the whole push. Like, this, and at the time, time, I was, you know, like eight or nine. That kind care. of cell phone would probably require some sort of backpack apparatus. I think my grandma had one of those too. Shout out! But no, she didn't. didn't. She no, had, she didn't. Had, she had a, <laughs> grandma was a technophile. That's grandma was Inspector Gadget. She just like She just like buying stuff that she didn't know if she needed or not. So what like, you're saying is she likely owned a heavy volume of Apple stock, and Matt is actually a secret billionaire. Yeah, he doesn't. I wish. She doesn't know yet. You just like cutting edge Maybe she doesn't know. Did y'all ever go shopping at Sharper Image? I bought these apples years ago. Online and in the store. Mall. Well, there's the Sky Mall version also, where yeah. if you're on a plane, you're like, oh shit, the Sky Mall's here. Let me check out what's it. Uh, you know, sharper image. My family was convinced that that was like, if you went to that store, everything in there was the future of yes. tech. So yes. it was like, it was always dumbass shit. Like, hey, do you need your earlobes right. warmed? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Awesome. <laughs> you know, I never, I never thought of yeah. that. But they are a little chilly. <laughs> they could use a little bit. You're like, this massage chair is as good as a real massage. Said <laughs> yes. everyone That's, who's ever tried them. It's so true. Oh, or man. they would like, I don't know. I liked going in there because I was a kid. I enjoyed it. But I just think about it now as, as an adult going like, you know those, what are they called? The little cradle where you move the ball and it goes. Yeah. Whoop, a Newton's whoop, cradle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is like advanced technology that's blowing my fucking mind. Newton. It, right. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's nothing. That's how gravity works. Yeah. But selling it to my parents at the time, they're like, that will be $500. And they're like, oh, right. absolutely. It was like oh Spencer's gifts, but times 10, like times 10 to every dollar it's amount. For fancy I think. Yeah. I think. They like sharper image got over <laughs> succeeded in two ways because it was just lumpy cheap crap, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. But they they got over they they did well because of this idea that it was a techno future. But also I think they just made everything molded gray plastic when everything else was white. Oh, that too. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and it was just like a different color and it looked Look at the future. Everything yeah. was dark gray and it was dark leather. gray. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so you walk in and it, and it was yeah, and it was also dim. It was dim in the store mm -hmm. and That's like how I get you. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was very modern in that sense. Like it had. Uh, like if you go into a hyper modern house now, but it has that like kind of darker uh, theme to it, you'll have a lot of dark grays and black and gloss and and I mean ahead of its time. And it's like sit there dead yeah. choice. You're like, do you want the dark look or do you want this like apple look where everything is very bright? Right. Everything. <laughs> everything <gasps> <gasps> I think I got sunburn walking in. I, I think this is my fridge. <laughs> I'm not sure. Someone lower the contrast of my eyes. Uh, it matches my skin tone. I'm just like blinded. Oh my god, I ghost walked in. My veins. Hello. That's great. Uh, I'm talking about just like, again, shifts in technology and going back to media in itself. I've always enjoyed what I call 90s future, which is in the 90s, there are a lot of movies about space and exploration into different galaxies and universes. And I like that they they had an idea of what they wanted those 
universes to look like, but they still mm -hmm. had to rely on the technology that was mm -hmm. available at the time. So you have like, you know, interdimensional travel with a VHS player. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> exactly. <dude. laughs> awesome. That's well, like, retrofit because VHS that's, was never going to That's die. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. I really still loved it. I really loved Keep about the alien video game, like Alien Isolation. Yes. Was they maintained yeah. that like 70s aesthetic to the tech, which mm -hmm. was so refreshing and fun to see. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. It was really cool. 100%. Yeah. Is there a way to back convert my DVDs to VHS? <laughs> VHS? Because that's not going anywhere. That's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pure media and it can't be killed. Now, mm -hmm. it makes me think that like, I need to watch Rugrats in Paris yeah. daily. What, what's, what's all this nonsense <laughs> with DVD menus? I want to just rewind. Right. Yeah. You know, I need three previews These godless rewindless things. Now, I, that's interesting you mentioned the, the 90s future because I would love to almost watch like a short docuseries that looks at the Pat, the future of past future, right? Where it goes back to the mm -hmm. 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. Like, well, and what iterations of- idea for Yeah, yeah. Show, like what, because each decade has a different look of the future. And to explore that, because like, I've always been very fascinated by Disney's version of the future, yes. right? And, yes. and what of that has materialized and what of that looks so very archaic and, and way off now? Because it's, it almost Jack says- Jack can so tell you, he'll go on this whole thing about Epcot for 11 fucking hours. Oh, excellent. To. Yeah, he'll, he'll answer that question exhaustively. But like, it's so interesting so, because it's so it's so projecting. Like it's it mm -hmm. it looks at what that time is and what their hopes are and what their dreams are, and it just explodes those out. And it's just I've always been interested in that. I feel I'm like maybe we, that's let something me, we could do. Let me yeah. give you an example of like how close we are to one that would be a very big gap. Yes. Uh, Tease the, me. The Jetsons. George oh. Jetson's birthday is next year. I saw that and I was like, Oh, oh he's my going God. to be born next year. Oh my God. There is. Get ready. <laughs> Me? What so, was his name? George Jetson. Uh, who? George? Yeah. George Jetson. Okay. Yeah. So he, <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know what it is. James' wife. Jetson. I was a Flintstones kid, all right? <laughs> there was a crossover, Trevor. Come on. Yeah. Didn't watch. I, I, I hated that. I was still, a very uh, avid fan. Still a bit of time before his boy Elroy. I'm just yeah. saying, <laughs> anybody else there thinking about having kids in the next year? Uh, <laughs> last name Jetson. Get in with your last name Jetson. Yo, get George uh, on the menu. You are the future of humanity. August 27th. August 27th. 2022. Birthday. Damn. Now, now here's the thing. Did he have immortality pills? Was he swallowing vitamin C like left and right? And, they, and they, I don't what know. Year the, does the, the Jetsons, Jetsons could have been place? even. For, well, it's supposed to be like a post-apocalypse. Excellent. Because so we're on track. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Yeah. Like it's literally supposed to be. I think be, they're, up in, they're the up in the sky above all the, the pollution and flooded. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Elysium. Speaking. Anyways. Speaking <laughs> of so we're, like we're working on that part. Speaking <laughs> of being on the bubble and bubbles very, <laughs> very. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you guys see the story this morning that the DARPA-funded researchers accidentally created the world's first warp bubble? What? And I'm what? like, that sounds crazy. What's a warp bubble? So I read, and this is what they said. To be clear, our finding is not a warp bubble analog. It is a real, albeit humble and tiny warp bubble. And I'm well, like, I, what I gotta have fuck? analog. What is the significance? Yeah, I know. Then, <laughs> so I, I went further down. They read a warp bubble, also known as a static warp bubble or a static warp field, is a type of subspace <laughs> deformation i.e. a warp in the fabric of space. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's the way to, to that's move how we're going to have interdimensional travel and exactly. shit. Exactly. So, that's yeah. how you're going to move faster than light because instead of pushing yourself we physically created, through we, matter, we tore bend it. We tore the fabric of space. You yeah. Said, you said DARPA did Fuck yeah, we have. On accident. On accident. Did Einstein. Wait, you On accident. Is this how we make the on that one? I don't know, dude, but it sounds like, like, 
it sounds like this is the moment we get it. We either things go really cool or really wrong. Oh, so yeah. maybe maybe like that's what's that happened. Spot, there's going to be like maybe. a little tentacle come out one day or something. The maybe we've yes. already ended the universe and we are already like oh, yesterday was normal, but no, today no. is actually 100 years after yesterday. No, no, no. no. And these this are all just memories forever. replaying in our minds oh, as we're ah, plugged into the forever. Matrix coming forever. out on the 22nd. I'm excited. I feel like I'm an Umbrella Academy. No, you know that's not true. George Jetson hasn't been born yet, and we know that's set in stone. So we haven't ended it yet. He is the one. Right? The future. Yeah. Maybe that's the day. Yeah, I also love day. If, we can stop, if we can stop George, George Jetson from being born. <laughs> oh my God. That's what a prophecy. <laughs> what if Elroy, George Jetson's son Elroy, is like the new Hitler? And if we can stop oh George God. Jetson from having a kid. Do not have kids in 2022 and do not name them George. Save the day. <laughs> no kid 2022. No kids fucking Elroy. What if it's daughter Judy, though? Oh yeah, it could be I, got no I got no problems cool. with Judy. Judy was okay. cool. Judy was sweet. Yeah. Same Judy Dench? Of course. Yeah. The greatest. Hey, well, I also love the difference Astro. between people <laughs> hearing that information. Trevor goes, oh my god, think of the possibilities scientifically. And I went, mm, bubble shield. <laughs> bubble shield. <laughs> it's real. Anyway, we're, 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 we're far. Far. What is no, the, the bubble shield? Like the bubble shield that warped you to a different reality. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> Every time she <laughs> escapes somewhere else. Everybody be on the lookout. We're room? ripping fa the fabric of time and space left and right now on accident. <laughs> So, I mean, there's definitely shit can like, get weird. Jeff, there's like at least 50 universes where that ended them. That right there. Oh yeah, yeah. That that bubble. But we're one of the lucky ones. Yeah, well, the, the, you know? just like the Big Hadron Collider, right? right. The supergiant. We're probably already dead from that. In, in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, I mean, like as soon as we turned it on, I remember being a kid. We're, we're ready for that to turn on in the next year, and then I was like, well, what if that makes a micro black hole that is stable enough to exist for longer than a fraction of a second? And it just sucks the earth dry. Yeah. Hey. Smack and do. <laughs> that's, 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 I, mean, that's I wouldn't be here. Whenever the world ends, I wouldn't be by you. Oh, smack and do. When I cross the event horizon to my house, can you be there? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Your bedside manner yeah. seems to be Same the best. Most I'm just, I'm unhelpful, just sarcastic like, shit. No problem. Just imagine, shield. like, while, while the world's getting ripped, you see see the words form out of your mouth it's like yeah, what like, oh, are you schmack what are you doing they get sucked oh in oh my god we're in a comic <laughs> yes what reality's been oh, what's boy. the uh, shout out to Patton Oswalt oh man what's the uh, what's the most asinine thing you could do with bent space time I would like to I, see the back of my I own head know. with my own eyes oh, cool. oh. yeah. I just thought you'd like take a table and bend it um hmm. get bent I don't know I, yeah I don't know what's yeah, possible. exactly. <laughs> I'm not smart enough for this question. Is what we're, yeah. we're noodling um, here. We're brainstorming. Okay. We're, 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 we're noodling right now. They're going to call it Lindsay's cradle eventually. I, like I would want to see Gavin put his own head up his own butt like his brother did. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. The George Dryer up real. his own butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, is cool. this an alternate reality, Gavin, that gets very surprised? No, I'll, or take, that. I'll this, take this one. Or is this like himself this feeling and ex yeah, yeah, experiencing? Yeah, just put his head through a black hole and then it'll come out the other side right in his butt like this. Yeah. Nice. So could I could I get a could I get a mat from a different reality? Is here's that the, here's I the thing, Matt, this? and I maintain this theory to this day. Yeah. I tweeted this years ago. You are the nexus point for all universes. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, across all universes, uh -huh. Matt is the one consistent. You're the anchor. You're yeah, the I'm anchor. the anchor for all of yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. You, nothing is different about you in thing. all realities. I want to get one from another reality and put them here and see if you notice. Well, that's the thing. We there is no one. Well, because I mean, it's exactly the same. But, you would have different but, but memories. He, that's the thing. He wouldn't know what's going on here. Right. 
and, and then you'd, you'd be like, it out. strange that you aren't insect humans. <laughs> what was that? That's just <laughs> magic. Nothing? That's just, you know, <laughs> just a thing I say sometimes. <laughs> Matt's gonna have to start oh, like Rick and Morty, where he's gonna have to kill another version of himself to replace mm -hmm. himself in another timeline, and then just live there without anyone knowing. And we'll be like, we don't know if this is the real Matt or not. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'd be the only you one know. that could do it. You mm -hmm. know? Rick and Morty's gotten so convoluted in a good way. But God damn. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. We talked about Tenet last time, or so yeah. I still haven't seen that movie. Please do. It's good, but <laughs> idiot. Music. <laughs> I'm like, I've oh. seen either, man. He didn't call me an idiot. Though. Well, hey, he Dude. did. This is the anchor you're talking to. <laughs> My bad. I don't want to solve the of existence. <laughs> well, now we're talking about disrupting one, doing whatever. Jeff, what would you do? You have the power to disrupt time and space. Oh man, you're gonna go ass evil. cleaning. Wait, How wait, you wipeless ass. Send it somewhere else. Oh. Got poopy butt? Not anymore. Oh, you know what I do? Other Jeff right. does now. Oh. Jeff in another reality buff Shit as hell transfer. running down the track going, yeah, time to stay fit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'd fabric. he send it to another Jeff? Guess because now. fuck Jeff. <laughs> and, hey, and fuck other me. I would telefart. Yeah, yeah. You like anytime I have to fart, I'd open a little fab, a little warp bubble, You'd and be I'd like blow a... it. And like, oh, the president's like sitting at the White Oval Office. He's like, I'm doing my president. What the fuck? You ever, yeah, you ever like just drive? Like Jill, I think I made a mess again. I think at some point you figure it out because because that happened to me. I've been smelling ghost smells. Yeah. So I'll be driving to work and I'm like a phantom fart. I'm like, did I fart? Was that somebody else? I think it's Jeff from the future. My V. You're marionetting puppet these these farts from another dimension. I'm still losing it. And I can make that joke <laughs> because our president, Joe Biden, and I got colonoscopies on the exact same day. <laughs> oh, oh, we, were, we were colonoscopy pals. I got home from the colonoscopy and I was like, I had a whole story I tell him. I wasn't feeling great. And I turn on the news and they're like, President Joe Biden had his colonoscopy today, first of the presidency. And I was like, motherfucker. This episode of Off Topic is brought to you by Manscaped. It's the holiday season, and if you got a little more room in that stocking, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has you covered. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have helped more than 4 million men worldwide. And just so you know, that's almost 8 million balls. That's a lot of balls. Also, I use the same product, too. So, shout out to the femmes who represent Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code OFFTOPIC. And now, uh, trimming down there, not fun for anyone, trust me. But Manscaped makes it pretty easy. It's smooth, delicate, nice to the touch. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 is sure to be a huge hit with the hairy dudes in your life this year. It comes with the lawnmower body trimmer and the weed whacker ear nose and hair trimmer. Nice. It's also got a crop reserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner. And it comes with two free gifts, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. That's a good deal. Speaking of stocking stuffers, Manscaped has a bunch of winners like the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, cologne-infused body wash, signature cologne, and more. So get 25% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code OFFTOPIC. Be the ballsiest gift giver ever this year. Bro, did that video with uh, the fountain and water feature recording, did that come out yet? That's in the Minecraft. Oh, God. Was that the pirate one? Yes. Okay. Oh! Yes. Fishing Jamboree is going to be something, yes. a, a moment to remember. I played, so some, many I played some audio. I forgot about that. Yeah. We, there's, I, 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 I'd like to say. I wish I forgot about can it. Can I be, can I. No more clues. One point. I'd just yes, like to make a point. Please. I only played that audio. <laughs> 
because my supervisor, Trevor Collins, asked I me don't to. think you report to me. I, I'm pretty sure I do. I'm pretty sure you're the head of Achievement Hunter, and I was functioning as a talent in Achievement Hunter, so you yeah, were even, uh, even. you were the boss there, and then you recommended I do it. So I, I played it. What I had requested I do was, it, I do what Trevor let's says. play a game of Jeff plays a recording and see if you can identify what this sound is. Name that sound. He figured it out. Sound that comes out of the VHS tape. Now, Matt, you were saying. <laughs> what? I got nothing. I anymore. thought you were gonna input no, for chat. No, I was just oh gonna Lord. say like, hey, dude, you could say no. It's also true. <laughs> it's a sound that can. It, I'm the one that recorded it. Obviously, I'm proud of the sound. It's the. Well, it's the sound that the more I think about it, the more I actually like. I, I start to pick up a taste and a sickly like. I need to exercise my note. stomach yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> Like, it was very vivid. Oh, is it time to subscribe for first? Thank God, first. Oh my God. Are here because because God, God only knows what rabbit hole that conversation was headed towards. Well, squirts to furts. Hey, fur members. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you, hey, everybody. Stellar example. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks to our first members for supporting the stream. All the best. We love you. <laughs> also, we now have our first members premium RSS feeds. It's ad-free on most podcast platforms, and you get it early. You can subscribe now to the new RSS feed at bit.ly slash first RSS. Damn. You know, while she was doing that, I popped in a warp bubble and I checked real fast. Who's your sentence? How's Biden? The uh, early. (laughs) 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 That's what we're talking about right now. That's what we're talking about right now. Uh, It's a lighthearted conversation. Uh, (laughs) It's a dark view. Anyway, I popped into the warp bubble just for a second, uh, just to get some early, early, uh, the the dailies are coming in. Early feedback uh, from the future is this is a very popular off topic. Everybody loved it. Oh, great job. All the the feedback I'm reading from the future commentators, uh, they're really into it. They're really looking at the chat for reactions and responses and clever commentary and and i'm like oh yeah it's tuesday that's why i had to go well, she was yeah, right, I, no, I, I, and I appreciate you doing yeah, that. Yeah, taking back slightly for Jeff's uh, tra- trips and travels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, interdimensionally with uh, his discussion with Biden. Have you thought about maybe using your farts for discussions or maybe like a warning? You know, Ooh, hear me out. Yeah. You put a canary a in a cave. Yeah. The canary dies. You go get the fuck out of the cave. Something's going to happen. Right. Jeff sends a fart to the president. The president goes, oh, my God, we're under attack. And then <laughs> 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 oh Jeff lets well, them know early. consequences. I yeah. Yeah. Like if you have the intel. Pulling everyone into the situation. World War III starts because I had garlic. Oh no. (laughs) You were just trying to warn everyone. It's Decon one. Or or is five the worst? Which way does it count? I think. Five is the yeah. worst. It's Defcon five. Why? You don't want to know. Yeah, it's just everyone's in the situation room. All right, everyone. It was Taco Ramsey's. Someone keeps farting in this room. Yeah. <laughs> and we're oh, yeah. going to figure out who who's that? farting in the who's war room. In the war room? <laughs> you know that's got to have happened, right? They <laughs> all, sure. they all button, hunker like, down. Who's doing it? I'll press it. Biden's back, Biden's the back there sitting against the wall. He's like, I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say shit. Don't say anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's been farts in the war room. What do you think oh, the yeah. most awkward For sure. piece of flattest in the history of mankind has been? Right, the most like some some sort of very tense moment where two like right, generals like, are in the same war, or like Putin and Trump are like battling like it out, like and like one of them's right? like, and they're like, we're gonna sign this <laughs> last signature, and he's like, I don't know if I want to sign this and end the war. <laughs> 
I better get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it changed the course of history. Yeah. I'm going to sign this and get the fuck out. out. Rations I'm, were bad today. I'm enough yeah. of a history nerd to know the event, but not the person. So internet helped me out. But allegedly, it was a lord who presented himself in front of Queen Elizabeth, the OG, not the one who's still alive, mm. obviously. Um, and he was like, how do you do? I'd like to do business with you and your country. Hope it's going well. And as he bowed, he let out a little toot. And it was <gasps> in front of the whole court. And it was very faux pas, and he never showed his face in court again because he was so embarrassed about it. They took him oh, out I, I, on I, I and executed him for his yeah, mistake. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought they ripped his face off. <laughs> that, that's, that's, time. <laughs> that's interesting, though. Have there ever been, like, consequential farts in a thought of role? Like, yeah. do judges fart? Oh, absolutely. Well, that's like in the middle of a trial, they, they judge like rip one. Yeah, yeah, they, they, and then they yeah, go like the robes, so it's like masked. Oh, it's like a human muffler. They 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 fart, and then it just kind of like. You think like he might be a Sith Lord. No, just farted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he might be floating along the floor. At no, the no, no. beginning of the case, the every time the trial starts, they go all rise and they go burn. That's why they have the oak seating for everybody, the creaking woods, yeah. and the billowing a human yeah. muffler. Now, you describing that scene was awesome because you're like very po I, I just oh, saw yeah. it through yeah. an animated yeah. lens. Yeah. Uh, I would love like a series that Lindsay describes the history of, of like just like quintessential history moments to anybody in Achievement Hunter and they react to that, ask questions, and we distill it down and animate it. Because I know you've, we I don't know if we released it, but you, you made a history, the the accuracy of history in video games before. Mm -hmm. We did a couple of like pilot episodes, I guess yeah. for lack of a better term. Um, but we didn't make was, anything of it because mostly it was like people know history better than I do. Yeah. But I love stuff like that, being very colloquial. I love to just like sit down with Matt and be like, yo, let me tell you about World War II. Okay, this person was like, fuck you. And they were right. like, no, fuck off. Like, <laughs> it could even start, even start with a question <laughs> just like this. Like what was the most uh, historically consequential fart? fart? Mm -hmm. And like I give you that question, you run off and research, research, come back to me, and then we record like a five, ten minute conversation where you distill it. I ask questions and we animate it. I'm all about it. Oh that. my god. I like that you're posing posing the questions to you. Like yeah. you yeah. from the audience. Matt, what's yeah. your historical what do you question? Yeah. Oh man, my historical question. I'm putting you very much on the spot. Don't oh, feel man, like you I'm, have to I'm, answer. I'm trying to think. Give me some We'll research. call it like what? everyday experts or something. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, well, I was just thinking because I was still thinking about the fart thing. Yeah, it's hard. Washi to think about Washington farts. definitely farted on that boat, crossing, the, crossing Delaware? the Delaware. Delaware, right? He's like, in a pose for it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's like, that pose that is pose like, it's like, dude, <laughs> those people were the, those American no, no patriots. No those those, <laughs> right. those freedom fighters. Those people that that like laid down their lives so that we could be assholes on TikTok. They uh, they were fucking cold. They were freezing. They had to be. Oh, absolutely. I bet yeah. a fart. Everybody probably crowded around. Absolutely. There's like a little bit of body warmth. I bet if George Washington farted, there were like eight dudes that were like putting their hands by it. Like, and he's like, this is the most efficient way to just have it exercise. There's a dude over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Make sure it's in there. Yeah. The new world, boys. I'm taking a big brunt for you guys. We're about to break lands. <laughs> Appreciate it. And break Stay land. warm. Yes. Land all the meals so I keep sir. the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> now I want the George, link. anything but the beans again, sir. 
I need, oh, I need them for you. I need the captain, my you captain speech, address yeah. the Lincoln, but with farts in between. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that makes me think. And this is a little bit more morbid. Four but score, you, he, did he fart when he did he fart when he died? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, well, maybe maybe, maybe like he was assassinated, yeah. and then yeah. and then you just yeah, like the no. looseness. Or he's like. Uh, he's up in the in the balcony. He's watching the play, and uh, John Wilkes comes through, and he you know aims, and he goes, "Dodge this, right?" You know, yeah. he says that, which is what's yeah. 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 he He's definitely said that. That's Smith been proven. Dodges. And then and then Abraham Lincoln turns around, and he goes, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like just a little air escapes." But what know? if that, <gasps> what if that had saved him in the moment? What if he made John Wilkes laugh? He's like, "Dude, come on!" Oh, it's one of those old-fashioned ringy-dingy revolvers with give, one give bullet in it. Minutes. Which is not a revolver, I'll get you. I guess. Yeah. I'll get you. It's like, oh, now I gotta, you know, the barrel bends down like a micro shotgun yeah. or something. Well, now you guys are onto something, too, with, like, warming of the, the farts. I'm just thinking how we can use Jeff's power for the for the forces of good. Yes, what if yes. Jeff farted into the, the space-time rift and it was sent to a place that was cold and needed right. warming? Perhaps an orphanage somewhere. Right. We're oh, a, we're a universe where global cooling <laughs> yeah. is happening, yeah. and you're yeah. like, send the cow farts I, there. I get, I get Thank what you, you're talking about. I've smelled his farts. The orphans have suffered enough. Can I also say too? Uh, this is you guys are. I appreciate the reverence with which you are addressing my flatulence. But it's like uh, a religion for us. It's yeah. true. I don't really fart yeah. that much. I'm disappointed. That, I farted on that yeah, the other you, day. You it did. was like the first time I'd farted in a week. And we you, you, about, you, I just told, me, you told me I need yeah. to feel special about that. I yeah, I just really I don't did. know what it is. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what it is. I've been eating way better. Like everything is healthy in my life. I don't think I'm doing anything. Taking care of myself. The only thing I am doing differently than I've done for the last two years is I'm not exercising right now. Okay. Because of an ill, I have a butt problem. Here, 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 that sounds like it's not my butt. I have a bone problem. No, I got. So I, got I can't you. ride my bike right now. Yeah. But that's it. Everything else is diet hasn't changed. Doctor Collins, dietitian, licensed. Uh, no liability. Hold on. Uh, not a, not actual advice. You're like Doctor Phil. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One of those. Uh, anyway. No snake oil here. Consume. Uh, off-brand whey protein, just for fun. Uh, just a scoop a day, and you'll be off like, and you'll protein. be blasted. I'll get my, I'll get my mojo back. So I had to send back. I, I, you know, I usually get back. a specific brand of, of whey that I always get, and because I never have problems. But I got like the the GNC version of it. And they're like, it's the same thing from the same place. I was like, bullshit. You should. I had it, tasted it. It was terrible. I was in the middle of an exam, and it was like, and, and my Purdue folks out there know, uh, Arrow three. 40, I believe. Very difficult class, suffice it to say. So I'm stressing out. I'm stressing it out my ass, dude. I'm like trying to do these math problems. It's like very quiet. And then like, oh, it's happening. The protein part. <laughs> As it squeaks through. And like it was a, a dead quiet room. And, and I like looked around. And because it was just my general vicinity, I clocked somebody right behind me. And so everyone's like at first. So they looked up, they saw me and turned to this guy. And I was like, that sucks to be you, man. Because like everyone focused <laughs> in on him. I was like, and then my friend later on was like, oh, bro, you hear that? Like, somebody guffed. Oh, just in the midst of the silence. Like, Moses parted the seas yeah. of silence and just said, let there be sound. We now. should. This is, you've landed on something. You've landed on something. Off-brand whey protein. We, we're talking about this earlier today. I was talking about how we need a Blackstone, right? We need our Blackstone. Yes. We need our wind-up death snail or whatever. Do you want to explain need, what, it, what a Blackstone is? Oh, it's or, or like a that... fucking grill griddle thing that I got. But I, I bought it. The only reason I bought it because it was on TikTok. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't buy it. My mom bought it for me as a gift. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But uh, That's the uh, long and short, just like life. 
we should sell our own brand of whey protein called Whey-O. <laughs> and the crowd goes. And it is on the bottom. It could say like, Whey-O. And then it could say, come on, everybody. Get in shape. <laughs> See, I want to sell a product <laughs> and it's, and it's like, like that. Bottom tier. No like way. With no way <laughs> Do you yeah. at all. It's all Whey-O. It's protein free. It's like, Do you don't remember? consume after workouts. <laughs> right. Were you in Achievement Hunter in that period when I was so obsessed with the Whey-O song that yeah. I played it on loop? Constantly oh, yeah. to yeah. annoy people. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think I remember I, that I, in content. Yeah, it's like, that. I think I got stop. in right after that. Stop. That was the album stop. for sure. Mm. Yeah, my favorite yeah. phase of Jeff just playing music out into the void was when you would go. You circle around a few different things. You go into like Mama's pop, Mama's and Papa's phase, where it's like eh, kind of like softer, like sure. Jeff's just kind of mellowing. All yeah. right, that's cool. I'm all about it. But then you'd hit like early punk rock, like late 70s feminist punk rock movement stuff and i was like okay cool and like i'm a nerd and a half so i'm not gonna go over and like rock out next to jeff's desk but i was like sitting in the corner going like yeah <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, awesome. yes the music fuels me yes play the bikini kill yes everybody <laughs> <laughs> well it's from that girl in the video right which is yeah. like come yeah. on y'all say way ho way ho also to answer your question from earlier because tyler looked it up thanks buddy uh it was the earl of oxford who farted in front of queen elizabeth oh, man. Man. and, and they even got his name yeah. down. this yeah. is documented history like man. hundreds of years later like this <laughs> asshole farted in front of the queen <laughs> didn't come back to court for seven years <laughs> i uh, <laughs> if I ever uh, imagine seven years later, I know the last time I was here, and then there's just a guy about, yeah, you were the farter. guys. Everyone, he farted. Can you oh, imagine, no. like, that dude, the Earl of Oxford, goes home to his, his wife? I assume he, if he was married. He went home, and then at the end of the family day, had already emptied the house. Yeah. And they were like, you know, for like a month, he was like practicing and stressed out and going over his speech with his wife and like, come on, just help me role play here. What if she right. says this? What I just got to get it. She's like, you got to get this right. Yeah, you got to you, yeah, you put so much work into it. And she's like, early. How was it? And he's like, ah, uh, <laughs> fucking farted. I said all the shit you told me to say. I got like 80% of the way through it. I did the bow. Remember we practiced the bow? I got, I knee touched the ground. I did everything. My yeah. hands were perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I thought like I'm in the clear. Like all I have to do is stand up. <laughs> We've got the trade deal. I'm back on the boat. We're on the horse. We're home. And I just shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, so we, we didn't get the armada? I just ripped the biggest fart. Queen goes, I'll take, uh, Earl, because they were Earl, and he comes in and he goes, my lady bows. And right before he speaks, that's when it happens. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, oh. and he just leaves. Yeah. He doesn't end up saying anything, and the trade deal's all off. I would do the same thing. I would just bow again and be like, well, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I will see myself out there. Your presentation was the first. Into obscurity. So, so he probably could have, if he tried to like make a joke, you'd think he could have like saved it, where he's like, he like farts, and he just goes, <laughs> the cooking of the kingdom, finest of all. There you go. I oh! Earl, you're I would do those, man. Fifteen boats. Yes. Give them right now. I love this guy. I'm landlocked. I would do the. I would do the hard blame someone else. I would go. I'd go like. He did it. It was Matt. It was yeah. you. That was the vice well, president. I'm France. so sorry, my queen, but he did that. Yeah. Oh my god! Bring, oh my god! You bring someone, so you yeah. always have your blame guy. Every time you need a fart cover. Send it. Yeah. Yeah. This Boom. guy had like the the greatest way out ever, though, because hmm. it's the king, right, or the queen? Yeah, queen Elizabeth. The, the yeah. queen's guards don't speak. 
Oh. <laughs> that guy, he farted. There's a guy with the top with that hat. Over there, the, the yeah. hat. The hat. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded weird because it reverberated off the hat. That's why you sound like it came from where I am, but no, it was him. Yeah, it we have that, we have that problem in Oxford too. It's like oh, yeah. it's an acoustic. It's like, how, it's it's like hat vibrations. Fart yeah. vibrations. They like to throw he, their he farted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To the dungeons with You never know where it's coming from. Yeah. Now, if I ever have the opportunity to meet royalty, and uh, and I do plan it that mm -hmm. way, uh, I will build up the world's biggest pile of off-brand way and, <laughs> and and go into that adventure having having bookended my handshake or bow or whatever I do. Uh, with some flatus. At I least think. you know, and you're waiting right. for it. Mm -hmm. I like to believe that with this Earl coming home, I know we talked about his return to his wife and family, you know, losing all of his pride and sense of self. I think it went one of two ways. Either he slumped in the house and she went, how'd it go, honey? And he went, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> or... Uh, I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're going to sedate any day now. Yeah, oh, man, don't just wait. Well, I'm thinking, or, I want the flip where it's like the office scene where he's like, <laughs> I drove my car into a fucking lake. So I farted in front of the fuck Queen. Yeah. Sorry, what? I farted in front of the fucking queen. <laughs> like, well, shit. She goes, well, that's one way to make history. <laughs> would this guy have been? We're still talking about it. Oh, no. Still talking about it. So, that, so that's my shortcut. Listen, that's my life pro tip. If you want to make it into the history books, just fart in front of the queen once or twice in your life. That's, I mean, here's that's my you, plan. Earl of that's Oxford. my plan. Cheers. <laughs> That's the first one he's had. He's like, what? someone drank like, to me? Yes. Oh, my oh my god! god. <laughs> I knew it would all come back around. Now, how? <laughs> I'm not. Thank God. How do you get sainted? I only say this. Not sainted. Sainted. So to become a saint, uh, like, like Saint like Lindsay Jones. Yes. Well, yeah. Saint Earl of Farts, the patron saint of, of flatulence everywhere, yeah. uh, guiding and watching over us you know, with like gas. Mortality. Yeah. Well, you have to be nominated. Oh, I feel the spirit in so, yeah. through the. You have to be nominated through the church, right? Yeah. What's well, a the, the like Catholicism canonization yeah. or whatever? Mm. How do I become a saint? Is there some sort of like like a sag, but for for saints? Yeah, it's like it's like a Disney princess. You, you gotta yeah, meet yeah. this criteria yeah. every year, you know. Okay, here we go. How does one become a saint? Step one: wait five years. Okay, done. Or don't. I guess that rules. Well, I started well. waiting Step five two, years ago. Become a servant of God. Sure. Step three: show proof of a life of heroic virtue. Heroic for Step four, verify miracle. miracle. That's the, see, I'm oh, right there. I see, figure I can, I can slot into step three right now. <laughs> I, I feel like I could verify miracle. falsify my way through step and one, then so, three. Step five, so you get Superman, canonized. It, it, was the, it was the miracle part that you lost me. I can't I can't fake that part of the homework. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is, is Superman like a saint then? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> he's got shot in the eyeball and yeah, didn't even blink. Fine, that's a miracle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what miracle? We can just, like, you know, burn some toast and pretend like we saw Jesus, right? That's like, true. We... Yeah. <gasps> Verified miracle. Was, now, does the toast become oh, the saint or the you... person who burnt the toast? Oh, I don't if know. If you eat the toast, does, does it, do you have the miracle inside of you now? That's always, and that's the thing you see in Texas a lot, too. It's like, there's a saint in my tortilla, right? Or a saint mm -hmm. in my toast or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if you set out how many pieces of toast you would have to cook if you just went the stated purpose of I'm going to get a Jesus toast at some point. <laughs> I've got 20 toast. toasters what, what you out and I'm just like, I'm just pop, hoping for a Christ any what second now, any second now. specific toast. Maybe a Virgin Mary. Did you say yeah. like Pokemon cards? Is that what you said? I, I turned and I pretended to look at, well, I didn't pretend. I no, did I actually look at the chat, which is of, again, days old. You would get yeah. a bunch of toasters and toast a bunch of bread I until you get a Jesus. Right. But that's like, yeah. uh, that's like Opening packs of cars and hoping that you get the rare yeah, but he's ones. Working the same. A scheme. You want the yeah. Virgin Mary. Yeah. 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 He's, he's definitely doing more of a scheme, not like a, I'm unlocking a Pokemon. Right. Here. And how much does bread cost as opposed to this? Oh, like, it's pretty cheap. 
thousand dollar card. Right? Cheaper than cards. Pokemon cards, yeah. Definitely if I get the same chance of pulling a Jesus right. as you do as a <laughs> if you somehow pull black a nebula Charizard, yeah, you get to somehow pull a rainbow Mew out of your toast. I mean, hats off. Yeah. I don't know how you did. If you can get the whole Trinity, whoo, that's that's nuts. Oh, right. We're the, talking about all like, of them there. Pull the Jesus from my toast. <laughs> talking about Zelda. I got yeah, all the apostles. I would, I would wow. love, to, I'd love to pull Link, Zelda, Ganon <laughs> right. right there. The tri-toast. The tri-toast. Yeah. be good. I got a holographic lot and his wife. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I like the hoity toy. <laughs> when you put them together, the artwork matches up. It becomes a full art piece. Uh, it's just a man in a pillar of sand. Yeah. <laughs> salt. Oh, salt, yeah, Jesus. sorry. Listen, I'm a little rusty on my church. Sorry. <laughs> it, you know, it happens. But it stays um, with you. We've, uh, Somebody I mean, should sell a toaster that burns Jesus' face. Dude, that absolutely exists. I probably exists. Hang on. Right. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, dude, if you can burn a Pokeball into your toast, you can definitely burn like a Jesus into it. I'm sure there's also a panini press, Jesus so that way it gets toast. the griddle right on the bread. Panini, Make sure you get it, it's You're close. You're onto Pajit something. Pajit has wares. Yeah, it's like Skyrim reference. Let's see. Pajit. Panini. Pajita, stop. We're losing it. This is the humor we're talking about from earlier in the show. Mm, this is yeah. We're crossing over an internet realm where yeah. we're also loopy, and we just throw shit out dude, and make each other laugh. I, I love doing that with Simple. you. Like it's it's so much fun in a video where it's like you and I'll go back and forth having our own dumb conversation yes. for like five minutes. Which is beautiful. I try not to detract from the main storyline that's happening, but Matt just keeps me laughing over and over again, especially with like references to King of the Hill yeah. or something, or like our southern upbringing, which Jeff can also add in every now and then with his Alabama upbringing. And what is yeah. Indiana but the south of the north? You know what I'm you know, saying? So we're all uh, honestly, just tumbling in there with the exact same been, childhood experience. Been there, been there and I agree with you. <laughs> How do you now you uh, not a fan of Indiana? No, I, I disparage it because it's just fun from too, there. but yeah. um, no, I mean, Indiana has been like on the whole uh, pretty solid. I mean, there's definitely been, and listen, I, it's hard to make a blanket statement anymore on anything because there are always ex exceptions to the, to the rule. Oh, so yeah. There, there are plenty of Daily things in great. Indiana's recent history, political or otherwise, that are less like worth being proud of but yeah no indiana as a whole like we're though, kicking ass down here in texas yeah sure i mean but like that's the thing again no blanket statements are ever impregnable but but indiana on the whole no i was i was very i wouldn't uh, get pregnant in texas right now uh, i wouldn't get pregnant at all um i indiana was great i i really enjoyed uh where i grew up i think i'm very grateful for where i grew up and i was also thankful to have uh a plethora of fantastic uh, higher education schools okay. that I had in-state tuition for. There's there's a lot of reasons to be thankful for well, the only, in Indiana. The only sure. reason I asked. It's a little slower pace, a little like simpler life. It's definitely not got a lot but going on. But it's honest living. But it's well, honest living. I asked yeah. because I, uh, you know, I'm... <clears throat> You've been there. I'm close to dead at this point. I'm very old, you know. <sighs> Good news. Uh, yeah, AARP is right around the corner. Like I, oh, I they, at some they point, I'll be on your door as soon as you at, turn thirty. Man. At some point, I'll be too old to Ooh. continue. I won't be able to function in society. I'll need to retire. Now, I think I'm hopefully a few years off from that. I'll but at some point, I'll have past to. The incontinence phase. We're I, I'm well past the incontinence. I'm we're yeah. I'm swimming in a sea of incontinence. It's uh, hideous. Uh, but at some point, you know, I have to. I'm starting to think about like what a life post work would well, be. Well, not just post like Indiana, but post work. Yeah. Well. It may, it may, because I've been doing a lot of research. I would love to stay in Austin for the rest of my life. Sure. This is, I've it's lived cool here 26 place. years. It is the only place in my 46 years that I've ever felt at home. And it would break my heart to have to leave. However, uh, it is also uh, becoming one of the least affordable places to live. Very easily. And I can definitely easily afford to live here if I'm working. But if I go to retire and I'm on a fixed income, uh, the property taxes in Texas are such that uh, I don't know that I'd be able to swing it. 
it, even even with the retirement, even right, with the retirement yeah. halvesies, when you just look at you like, you know, here's my pile, here's my here's my pizza pie of money I have left uh -huh. in my retirement. And here's Austin property taxes, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. or I can move to Alabama where my mom lives and here's Alabama's property taxes. Right. Right. So obviously I don't want to go back to Alabama, not because I don't like my mom. She's the best. I love her and my family, but I no, just don't want to live in that. read into that statement. I just don't want to live in that backward shithole uh, any longer. Uh, I, I've been the many, many years I already suffered through it. Uh, so I've been looking about, and so I've been looking at other places, you know, mm -hmm. I've been spending a lot of time in Detroit. Uh, sure. I, I, I quite like Detroit. Um, Midwest is honestly... It's 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 definitely slower, but I I think it's it's well, definitely a place to slow down. I think if you grow up in the Midwest, just a little nod to the people out there, uh, explore. I yeah. didn't realize like what else was out there, even just within the continental U.S. Until I started moving around a bunch in college. I lived in New York. I lived in Cincinnati. I lived you know, like all this over is, the place. This is an aside, but, but I had an aside. This is just I'm a sorry. brief aside off your side. No matter where you live, mm -hmm. get out and explore. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. I and found you can afford it internationally. Saturday, yes. Millie and I, Saturday or Sunday, I think it was Saturday, Millie and I decided to just try something new. And we went to a park we'd never been to before. And it was one of the coolest places I've ever been in Austin. And oh, yeah. I can't believe I lived here for 26 years and I didn't know this place existed. And I fell, and I went back the next day with Emily and I fell in love with it. And I want to move by there now. I love it so much. It's so gorgeous. It's a little bit out of town. Anyway. <clears throat> Um, I've been doing a lot of research on uh, climate change and the way the world is heading. And honestly, they, they say that Michigan is going to have the best climate in America by 2050. Tropical Michigan. Ooh, yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> well it definitely, to the beaches of Lake Michigan. It definitely won't be tropical. Surfing. <laughs> but Austin's going to look like Arizona oh, in, in my lifetime, you know, yeah, or New yeah. Mexico. Mm. And so hell. So, just, you know, that's oh, the right. <laughs> But, you know, but that, that corridor, Illinois... Uh, Michigan and Indiana are all kind of attractive. I started looking at homes and looking at lakes you could live by, and oh. it's real pretty out there. And yeah. I love Chicago. Indiana, I would love to be close on? to the White Sox. Um, I've never, you know, I lived in uh, Indianapolis for a while when I was mm -hmm. in the Army. I uh, didn't like it. But, um, yeah, so I'm just thinking about it. It, it. Indiana comes up a lot, and there's some gorgeous, affordable homes in yeah. Indiana that are pretty Absolutely. Do you think Indiana thinks about you? No. Indiana's always it just, thinking it just thinks about, about like you. corn yeah. and stuff. Do you want to drive by their house later and just see if they're home? It's just we could. We could. Yeah. 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 Not, I, I know you don't see care, why they didn't call. Yeah. Their home. yeah. I can see yeah. the lights. On. Yeah. I heard them anyway, inside. I, I'm not burning the movie Indiana or anything, but I just like I keep looking at these fucking cool old like Frank Lloyd Wright yeah, style dude, houses Indiana's, and shit. Indiana's dope because um, I mean they call it the crossroads of America for a reason, and, and you can like my, my family does this all the time, and I we did this when I grew up. Like we just drove places. We would mm -hmm. drive. Louisville is right down there. Cincinnati, Chicago, Detroit are all fantastic, but totally different cities. Yeah. And there's a lot to, that is offered there. But then you can get to the Smokies super quick if you wanted. You can drive down to Florida and like. A day and a half like you can get around yeah. and um but also it is more cost effective but but you're right one thing i never really considered until adulthood really slapped me in the face with a w9 and all these other, w2 and all these other things is uh like property tax is just it's fundamentally different here like we don't have federal income tax or excuse me state, state income tax, tax. Mm -hmm. um and so you're like wow that's great you save so much money but it comes in a different it, it, direction yeah, you get it yeah whether whether through your rent or through owning a property yourself and directly paying property tax and so that makes it like you were saying very hard to retire here because if you accrue wealth and you buy a, a house that you want to retire in uh you have the permanent expense whether you paid it off or not of property tax and if your house appraises for more and more over the years and years and years that goes up people, as a percentage people, of that yeah. people say it's a good problem to have but 
you know, without getting into the weeds, I have, you know, my property taxes cost what a mortgage would cost, mm. you know, in some places. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, especially when you look throughout all this, stuff. you retire, you pay yeah. your house off and then you still have a mortgage and property taxes every month. You're still paying like a thousand dollars a month in property taxes or yeah, whatever right. you're paying Whereas you know, if for you the go... benefit of living here or mm -hmm. my mom's property taxes in Alabama are $300 a year. Oh my God. $300 a year. I pay Damn, three what? times what? a month. Yeah. Right. But, what the but that's like, um, yeah, but they have state Alabama. income tax. Oh, right. That's but if you were to retire and I'll just use Alabama cause I don't know all the states. There's some taxes. gorgeous places in Alabama, yeah. too. Same but if you retire Texas. there, you don't have an income rather than maybe except for whatever you saved up and pull from if you have investments account, 401k, whatever. Like, then you have that income, but uh, but you don't have uh, – whatever. This is boring. It's complicated. Who cares, Who cares yeah. about it's tax? It's growing old stuff. But anyway, yeah. so I've, just, yeah. I've been looking – I've really been enjoying – you know, I've been to Detroit maybe six times in the last three years and uh, – two years, and I've just really enjoyed it. So I've just been kind of looking around that area. I don't know that I would ever leave Austin. I would love to find a way to stay. Yeah. Maybe just work till I die. I don't know. But let's you and I get a, a timeshare in, in Detroit. <laughs> okay. You, you get the winner, and I'll get the summer. That sounds okay. good. <laughs> All this to say too, there was discussion online and internally about like hypothetically, if we moved the office, where would we want to move for climate change or Ten just like political? There you go. Pull a, pull political political issues. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. that's, that's another thing too. It's like it's fucking. As much as I love Austin, Texas, it's fucking hard to to be in the state of Texas right now. Yeah, and you just said, yeah. you're like, Alabama has some beautiful places. I'm like, that's how I feel about Texas. I'm always like, man, like, this place is gorgeous, oh but God. some of the people here really fucking suck. That's the oh, thing. Oh, yeah. no so blanket, much. That's the thing. No blanket statement will ever do See, anything yeah. ever, 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 any justice. I, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking in Big Bend. It's so fucking oh, gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Amazing. Texas is amazing. They're doing a photo shoot right now uh, in Big Bend for the next Achieve Drop. Are they really? In, in, I have a friend in, uh, in January. who's vacationing in Terlingua right now. Oh, yeah? If I'd have known, I'd have found a reason to go out for the oh, photo Oh, yeah. Shoot. I'm, I'm really excited to see how those photos come out. But also, that's merch that has been finalized for a few, like, for a little bit now. Um, and, man, am I excited to see mm. that come out. That's amazing. There's some cool shit. In there. So let me, let me throw out Alaska. <laughs> oh, that's where you want to go. I want to go. We there. would all like to throw and out then, Alaska. And see, that's, like the thing, that's the Get thing. Out is, of here. That's the thing is, though. <laughs> Nobody wants. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the people are great, but I don't think there's enough of them there for me to care. It, we would have plenty of space, man. Yeah, we exactly. It's like we'd probably buy like a, a quarter of the state. I will it, tell you, I spent a couple days in Sitka, Alaska, mm -hmm. which is not the most popular destination, like vacation destination. More of a Juno person. Uh, and and I so I don't know what Fairbanks is like. I don't know what Juno is like, but. I will say that from my perspective, Alaska was full of very hard people who live hard lives who don't have a lot of patience. It's the rush of the. Well, I wouldn't want to interact with them. Yeah, I wouldn't like, fuck with anybody I, in honest, Alaska. I don't Alaska looked like a bunch of people that could kick the shit out of me at the drop like, of a hat. If, right. it, if it's random people, I wouldn't have a lot of patience for them either. So. It, Matt, it would just, be those are the people you want to tangle with. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying I want to tangle with them, Jeff. I'm saying I want to be like, hello, yes, goods, thank yeah. you, and yeah. leave. Also, just give off the air of rugged mountain man, which I think you oh, can I pull off with your look. Exactly. Yeah, just give on. off the allure of don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, I'm going to be up in my mountain. Well, I, I'm going to walk around with an axe <laughs> oh, okay. all the time. After I Make sure it's bloody. Like, Sir, this is the Arctic tundra. There are no trees here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, what are you doing with that? Why do you think there's no trees? This is for the elves. my bone axe. I got rid of all the trees. You're welcome. Yeah, this is my bone splinter. Yeah. Um, no, I'm maybe just not a last chop now. I'm cool with like Colorado. I want it to be a little. Oh yeah, well, that'd be nice. The, the yeah. thing is, it's it's night. Like 
six months there. It's, it's really dark Alaska. a lot yeah. up mm -hmm. in Alaska, right? And I, that that appeals to me. Oh, nice. And also, sometimes there's the, the lights up in the sky. I'm like, that's cool, too. <laughs> there is the Matt. lights. What do they call those, Matt? The UFOs. Oh, okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. No, I, I know what they are. I know you know what they are. I just like that you said so simply. Then they got those, uh, those lights. Uh, I'm simplifying it so, so people understand more why I want to go there. Why speak big word when small word do trick? Matt, I'll tell you, scientifically, they're called the Aurora Balealis. Now, what's happening is aliens are farting so hard that we're seeing the streams oh, yeah. cover our planet. It's, it's oh. like, you know, when an airplane drops the poop. Yeah, it's like that. And then Joe Dirt finds it. And yeah, the movie except it burns up in the atmosphere and makes the I know. Out. I felt bad about referencing Joe Dirt, too. I, you know? I was just thinking of him eating the fries oh, and yeah. ketchup yeah, off yeah, the yeah. turd. Did you guys see this? Well, no. no. Uh, I couldn't get I, tr I tried. I tried. It was yeah. filmed was it so poorly. Dirtier? Joe Dirt? It was just Joe Dirt. Just getting I'll dirtier? Say it was on I don't. Netflix. But it wasn't like a Happy Madison film. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Mm. I don't yeah. know. Where does Joe Dirt take place? Anywhere. Like all around. Right? That's where we should move our office to. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever that happens. That's where I want. I, just, <laughs> That's where I we're remember going. watching that movie when I was supposed to be doing like a paper. Like Time lost essentially, man? like I had to do like a, a five page paper for like school the next day and my grandma was like okay go ahead and do it and I'm like all right let's see what's on <laughs> oh joe dirt that seems i'll leave that in the background he'll learn me something good yeah and i just was watching joe dirt <laughs> did it influence dirt. the way you wrote you know got a b so <laughs> i don't know if that's I'm good gonna, or bad i'm gonna say uh i could have gotten the a if it wasn't for joe oh, <laughs> i like to imagine know? matt's teacher was like this is really good but it sounds like david spade wrote this <laughs> <laughs> well i had some inspiration <laughs> every time i write a paper i listen to joe Dirt. <laughs> i'll also say because i was thinking about it earlier but going back to like media that we think is like random as hell gen z humor i think that also is very reminiscent of joe dirt there's a yeah. story there but not really not like, yeah. same with like freddie got fingered that's very much in the same vein of humor and like what the fuck am I watching this? And that was pre-internet, at least, right? It had to have been. I think Freddie so. got fingered. Yeah, I think that was '90s. Definitely early, yeah, yeah, yeah. early internet, because Tom Green was definitely yeah. like was, was Tom Green was more a experimental person. So like yeah. if he would, he definitely. Well, I think Wait, he's been doing Indonesia. more internet stuff. Yeah, but my yes. mom is on the rail. I don't know. I never, I never saw Was it. your teacher like, you get a B for this one. This isn't nearly as good as your Dickie Roberts. You titled that one, It's Knuck and Futs. That was an A. Yeah. <laughs> that one was truly Knuck and Futs. This one, not so much. Just me. I just forgot me. about that movie. <laughs> Goodness. Damn. We all try to forget. But, but he had a mullet sewed onto his head. <laughs> sewed onto his head? That's Knuck and Futs. Blaine did the same thing in Last yeah. Laugh. Come on. Yeah. He sewed it on. <laughs> Goodness. Rough. I feel awesome. like there's no better way to end this podcast unless y'all have some well, final thoughts. Anything you want to throw into the universe? I've just appreciated seeing more David Spade pop up here and there because he's, he's having a renaissance yeah. right now. Yeah, he, and yeah. he's still like very funny. Like he showed up on TikTok and he showed up on. He's uh, good at social media. Bachelor in Paradise. I, oh, I wanted really? to be the perma host because he was fucking killing I, me. I think they probably couldn't afford him. He was probably. phenomenal. He was easily yeah. the best host on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, I liked yeah. Amber's new groove. That was great. That was Absolutely. Nice. He had that run on TV where he was on like sitcoms forever. It was just shoot me face. Yeah, yeah. Like, just shoot me. He uh, he replaced what's his face on Eight Simple Rules when he died. John Ritter. I think he showed up on that show to like anchor it. Yeah. Was that so? Eight Simple Rules. He was mm -hmm. for dating my teenage daughter. Yeah, Eight I... Simple Rules. Okay. Who was Kelly Cuoco? I think mm -hmm. right. Well, there's eight simple, eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Ten things I hate about you. Right. There's <laughs> cheaper by the dozen. There's a lot of, a lot numbers, of numbers going on. Yeah. yeah, so I got confused. I know that last one. What do you think his weirdest role was, David Spade? 
A llama man? No. I'm going to throw out, I, it's not. Okay. His weirdest role to me is Sparks the Dragonfly. Oh, uh, really? From like that second Spyro trilogy. No did. shit. Yeah. Hmm. I, what? Now, let me double check, but I think he was replaced by Wayne Brady. That's awesome. So, <laughs> you know, weird casting. Wayne Brady but, is a famous uh, actor, though. He is. Mm-hmm. He's a very expressive, emotive kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was voiced by uh, David Spade originally. Uh, Billy West in Eternal Ooh, Night, and then Wayne so, Brady in Dark. That's, so, that's good this company, is the though. same character. Yeah, so so is it really that weird of a role? Because he kind of carved it out. I guess. I mean, it's just it's a Your weird. Your preconceived notion. My are preconceived notion is that thought. he never could speak. He was a dragonfly. Mm, <laughs> but yeah. then they made him David Spade, and he became Wayne Brady. So. There's some evolution there that I don't quite understand for a dragonfly. The Pokemon there is dragonfly, <laughs> David Spade. Wayne. Okay, we got it. We got <laughs> the <there>. mega evolution. <laughs> Goodness, but he that's the my same part in all three. Yeah, of it was David Spade. Jeff, okay. David Spade. I, well? I just, yeah. Uh, well, can I just say uh, it's been at least two years since I've uh, been on this podcast, and I just want to say thanks for the invite. I've been waiting. Been waiting you have not been waiting. Long. You've been, been recording. Waiting. Fuck face. Waiting for you, you guys to bleep me that for me. It's been every day, every week. I'm like, maybe this is Concurrent the week I get to be back on that show. show. I just, you know, Cut the feet. You do, you but do, also, we didn't invite because, you know, you know why. Anyway, I just said thanks for the invite. I look forward to doing this again you in two years. You started on the podcast seven years ago, and this is the first time you've been on the podcast. You make a ruckus. Ridiculous. Anyways. The queen didn't want you. <laughs> That's fair. And the queen Sorry. says it's the end of the show, but she will remind you. This is the queen talking out Lindsay, by the way. Um, we're live throughout the week on RTTV, and if you're watching live, stick around for the post team does stuff. Mm-hmm. What are they doing today? I don't know. Farting. Likely. <laughs> Eating the world. <laughs> yeah. You are so good at voices. So thanks. Yeah. You, have oh, you really ever considered are. voice acting? You really. Oh, you should. I was it's talking about idea. that the other day. I fucking just. Who knew when we, that you would end up being like the fucking virtuoso that you were when, when in that first Ruby trip? Someone thanks. knew. You know? Well, obviously Monty knew, right? Someone yeah. knew. Obviously Monty knew. But. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a parting word. Shout out, Monty. Shout out. Yeah. I do. Thank you.